Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be relationships, casual to committed. Well, I've got an email from a woman today, and what I really liked about this email is it perfectly illustrates how women fall in love slowly over time. She started dating and hooking up with this guy from work, and right away, he wanted to get serious and have a relationship. But she's like, hey, slow down. Let's just kind of casually date, maybe be fuck buddies, friends with benefits, and see where it goes. Well, two months later, she's starting to fall for this guy and actually wants to be in a relationship with him. But now he's like, well, I just want to kind of casually keep dating. So it just completely illustrates what I talk about in my book and how guys, if they want to date somebody and get a girlfriend or a relationship and maybe ultimately settle down and get married, whatever they happen to be looking for, you start out like what I teach in my book is you just date, you go out on one date per week. Typically by the second or third week, women feel safe and comfortable enough to where they start reaching out and then after that point, the pursuit by the guy is pretty much done. He just hangs back, waits to hear from her and makes the next date and usually right around week seven is when she falls in love, brings up the topic of exclusivity wants to be in a relationship. So I've got an email from a woman's perspective and the guy, obviously he's not familiar with my work because he's thinking, what the hell? I wanted a relationship in the beginning and you just wanted to casually date and now you want a relationship. So it also illustrates the point is that most women just really don't understand what they emotionally respond to in a relationship. So it's a great email to go through because I had a client that I was talking to today and he over pursued this girl that he was dating. He really liked her. He was calling her like the day after his previous date, asking her out for the next date and she basically blew him off a few weeks ago and, he's, and he was like, well, I mean, what happens if you only call once per week and ask a girl on a date? Is she going to forget about you? I said, not if she if she doesn't like you, she will forget about you. But if she really likes you, she'll be glad that she called. Because this is something that happens internally with women. If women are thinking about you and wondering about you, their attraction grows, especially in the beginning. I've shared the article in my book and I've talked about it numerous times how it's a scientific fact that women are more attracted to men whose feelings are unclear. And you see it case of point right here in this video that what this woman is going through. And whether you're a man or a woman, how understanding that can help you achieve your relationship goals. So I have a quote that I wrote on this topic and then we're going to go through her email. And the quote says, women do not approach dating and relationships the same way men do. Most men have been incorrectly taught to make a mad dash to the relationship finish line by proving themselves and getting women to commit as quickly as possible. The reality is that women fall in love slowly over time. If a man is too focused on locking her down to a commitment, she will feel overwhelmed, pressured, and most often reject, friend zone, or ghost him. A man's job is to create an opportunity for sex to happen by planning definite dates, having fun, and leading the interaction by focusing on getting to know her as a human being. A man should pursue in the beginning by setting one day per week. As a woman's interest, attraction, and connection grows, she will start to reach out to bond and connect more and more as she feels safe and comfortable with him. This usually happens after two or three weeks. 
provided obviously the guy follows what I teach in my book. The man can simply wait to hear from her, make the next date when she reaches out and this is this way it becomes her idea. Most women typically will be in love by the seventh week and bring up the exclusivity talk when men allow women to come to them at their own pace instead of incorrectly trying to force things before women are emotionally ready. When you look, I mentioned this many times in the past in previous videos. If you look at movies from 40, 50, 60 years ago, that's what you see. You always see the women pursuing the guys, wanting to lock them down, wanting the nest, wanting to bond and connect, wanting to, to get the house with the white picket fence and have babies. And the guys always reluctantly, eventually in the end, they give in to that and they want that as well. But what you see in today's movie and TV shows with the influence of the feminist movement to make the sexes the same is the men do the exact opposite of that. That's why women are always going, where the hell are all the real guys at? Men don't know how to be men because of the influence of the feminist movement. It's just kind of swung the pendulum back the other way. And now you've got women that act like men and men that act like women and it's just totally screwed up the sexual polarity. So let's go through her email. She says, hello, Corey. I would first like to say that I appreciate all the helpful advice you provide for people dealing with relationship issues. It's nice to know that with effort and the proper tools, I can achieve happiness in my personal life. Well, I'm a life coach and this is one big area that people struggle with because I mean, when you think about it and what you see in the headline of my website is life is relationships. It's not just your personal relationships but your professional relationships. It's about negotiating successfully on your behalf to get what you want in all of your interactions with other human beings, whether you're trying to sell somebody something or while you're, whether you're trying to get a job that you want or trying to get somebody to date you that you want and fall in love with you or just having and picking good quality friends and people to spend your time with and your free time. Because the, the quality of the people that you hang out with is going to be in direct proportion to the quality of the people who you spend most of your time with. There's an old saying that you can tell a lot about a person by the five people who they spend most of their time with. Choose wisely because most people don't. So to the point, I have recently been dating a coworker for almost two months. Our initial arrangement was for us to be fuck buddies. This was a decision that I made because my coworker made it clear that his pursuit of a relationship with me was on the agenda. Well, obviously he hadn't read my book. Think about it, bonding, connecting, opening up to receive love, that is feminine energy. And that's why when a guy is focused on that in the beginning, before a woman is emotionally ready, she ends up pushing him away because it's confusing to her. It makes her feel overwhelmed. She's just not in that place. But what you see in TV and movies all the time is the guy's got to lock her down, got to lock her down because some other guy might come along and steal her from you. The thing is most guys behave this way and it scares women. They push them away because guys that are stalkers, that are creepy, that's the way they tend to act. Guy, when a guy acts like a woman, in essence, he's going to turn the woman off. In the beginning, I did not want to date this person as I didn't really know that him and I have never been one to jump into a relationship with a stranger. There it is. 
there is a typical the typical woman's mindset and how she approaches dating. It's like women go out on a first date not thinking about am I going to marry this guy? They're thinking am I going to like him? Is he a good match for me? And they want to see how things go. Yet again, you have another woman confirming exactly what I teach in my book. And this is not something that women say, okay, I'm going to be that. They're just naturally that way because the influence of the feminine energy. My intent was to take things slow and get to know each other before we made the decision to become exclusive. Notice how she says we made the decision to become exclusive. The guy really has no choice in the matter. It's Until a woman is ready, it's just not going to happen and it's counterproductive for the guy to bring it up. Just like you saw, this guy wanted a relationship at the beginning and she's like, no, 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 no. I'm not ready for that. One night we hung out and he made it clear that since I was not interested in starting a relationship that he would instead choose to sleep with other women. Isn't that interesting? And that is the reason why she continued to date and hook up with him. He says, hey, I'm interested in a relationship. Now, under most circumstances, the guy would bring up the relationship at the beginning. She would start to pull away and he would continue doing that until the point where she just ghosts his ass and never returns his calls, never answers his messages after that. But he said, this obviously guy, this guy values himself. And he said, all right, well, I'm going to date and sleep with other women because I'm looking for a relationship. And what did that do? Completely changed the dynamic. Most guys wouldn't do that. They would just keep focused on what they want until they got rejected, which is just like I was talking about earlier. The client that I was talking to today during a phone session that had a similar issue where he just chased a woman away. But this guy did the right thing. He says, hey, I got options. I panicked and told him that I would become his fuck buddy, something I know paints me in an unappealing light. I mean, just look at complete 180. He's like, all right. He says, well, then I'm going to date and sleep with other women. She says, all right, well, let's sleep together. Let's hook up. After our first date, which led to sex, we decided to become unofficially exclusive sexually unofficially so in her mind he was only sleeping with her the way it sounds we hung out a few more times and i began to spend the night at what he called our house slowly as we grew to know more about each other again this is notice how a woman's thought processes are it's like guys think it's like women are like i like her i'd want to date her i'm thinking about marrying this girl she's everything i'm looking for that's the average guy goes right into dating a woman, especially when he really likes her and that's the way he's thinking. But women, the feelings have to develop slowly within themselves. Slowly as we grew to know more about each other, I started to fall. Textbook. I told him how I was feeling and that I understood that it was sudden and not what I had originally intended. So it's pretty obvious she doesn't really understand how attraction works and why she feels the way she does. Most women don't understand. That's why I, it's so great when women read my book because it helps them better understand themselves and why they feel a certain way towards certain guys. This helps them understand their own feelings and make better choices and be able to discern which guys get it 
and which guys don't. And if they've got a really great guy, remember, women help you when they like you. When they understand my book, they can help coach a guy to maybe fill in those knowledge gap that he may have. Whereas most women that haven't read the book, it just spirals out of control. She pushes the guy away, ghosts him, friend zones him, moves on. He was loving and accepting of my feelings and seemed to return them. We've taken trips out of town and have even met each other's families. I met his friends and by the one month mark, things seemed to head in a relationship direction. Isn't that interesting? Went from being casual fuck buddies to now I want them all to myself. As a woman's attraction level grows, remember I talk about this in my book. When a woman falls in love with you, they want your attention all the fucking time. And so you notice how in the beginning she's keeping them at arm's length and then as the feelings develop, she pulls them in closer. She wants to spend more time with them. She wants to deepen the bond and the connection. We both have had past relationships which left us scarred emotionally and physically and when either of us would mention a feeling that reminded of us of our past, we would talk about it and say that we were healing each other. Well, it sounds like there's a lot of healthy communication going on here, which is really important because there's a lot of people out there that can't communicate like adults without getting upset and screaming or yelling or the, the opposite of that, which is I don't want to talk about it. I've dated women that are like that too. And the only – every psychological study that they've done when they look at couples that last long term, the number one most important thing that facilitates that is open, honest communication where both people feel heard and understood and they talk about their feelings openly and honestly without feeling ashamed of them or feeling that they're somehow less than. Things began to head south when I casually began to mention actually becoming boyfriend and girlfriend as he felt that we needed to take things slow and to not complicate our jobs by allowing others to know about us. Well, kind of the cool thing is when you keep it to yourselves, it's your little secret. But when you tell everybody at the office, no bueno. Because then you get other people, especially if there's other women that like this guy. Women are competitive like that. If they're not really that interested, but they find out that one of their coworkers is dating this guy. Well, guess what? They want to date him too. They find him more attractive. It's all about pre-selection. Red flags become raised or became raised when I would ask him repeatedly to inform other women that he was unavailable. In other words, he's all mine. She wanted to mark her territory. It's kind of like how dogs go around and they kind of pee around. That's, they mark their territory. She's metaphorically peeing in the office to mark her territory. This is my man. And he would tell me that telling the world would give them an excuse to ruin what we have. Well, there definitely is truth in that. Besides, your relationship, what you have, whether it's exclusive or not, whether you're officially boyfriend and girlfriend or not, especially in these early stages, it's better to keep it between the two of you. So that's actually smart from that perspective. In my mind, when I love a person, only that person's opinion matters to me about our relationship. So my confusion over his seemingly wanting to hide us only causes arguments. While men who understand women 
don't argue with him. So that tells me as far as he may be a better communicator than most guys, but if it's leading to arguments, that's no bueno. But if you're getting mad and upset at him because he won't commit or because he won't divulge the fact that you guys are dating and sleeping together, it's understandable that you get upset, but it leading to an argument, that's not good either. Because relationships should be a drama-free zone. The whole purpose of all relationships is you go there to give. You're there to help each other grow and become more. And it sounds like from what you mentioned earlier that both of you acknowledge that you're both growing and you're both healing in your time together. But getting mad and upset and frustrated, remember, what's behind anger? Fear. It's understandable that now that you care about this guy, now there's a potential to get hurt emotionally. And if he won't commit and you get angry about it, you're just fearful. You've got to think, what am I afraid of? I mean, the bottom line is if you're going to date other people, the chances of you getting your heart broken are really high. That's, that's, that's the rub. When you date and you have relationships and emotions are involved, you're always going to run the risk that you're going to get your heart broken. It's just the way it is. And remember, people can hide who they really are for about the first 90 days of a relationship. So you just don't know what you don't know. I understand that in the beginning, I told him I was not looking for a relationship as I was feeling overwhelmed by his advances and the amount of females already in his inner circle. Interesting. I cannot help that I would rather get to know a person slowly than rush into a relationship. Well, that's pretty much how most women are. So it's completely natural. And understanding that whether you're a guy or a girl helps you navigate things efficiently, effectively, and successfully. I feel that when I gave in and had sex, I offered the impression that sex was all I wanted. It was not. I was not being honest with myself or him. Well, you did tell him that you wanted to take things slow. But by saying, hey, let's be fuck buddies, you set the tone of the relationship that it was just a sexual type of relationship. Now that we've been dating for almost two months, what happened to fuck buddies? It went from being fuck buddies to we've been dating for two months. Isn't that interesting? I feel like I'm ready for that next step, but he is holding back on committing. His answers are usually along the lines of, you didn't want a relationship in the beginning, so I have to allow myself time to accept how far we've gotten with each other. Or, I don't want to rush something that may not work out in the long run. So he can have his cake and eat, eat it too. So it's, it's the old analogy of, why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free? When I've told him how I feel, he tells me that he cannot believe it because he views himself as unworthy. Well, that's no good. Doesn't sound like he's got a healthy self-esteem. That's a red flag. Most women hear things like that and they go, I'll just love him. I'll change him. I'll fix him. Something that is both painful to hear and unsettling. You want somebody that's a true equal, not somebody that's a wounded little bird. You should definitely Google codependency and see what it is because people, when they get into situations like this and they find out the other person's a little fucked up or maybe there's a drug or an alcohol problem 
or they got something screwy going on, some kind of mental problems or whatever. They make excuses and they think, hey, I want to fix this person. It's like when I do phone sessions with people, I tell them, I was like, Google that stuff, especially if they're in situations like this. The guy says, I don't feel worthy of being with you. I don't feel worthy of being in a relationship. And then the nurturing kicks in like, oh, I can fix him. I can save him. People typically do those things. Like for me personally, my mother was a psychotic schizophrenic. And so when I was younger, because that was something the whole family was doing was saving mom, if you will, or protecting mom or taking care of mom. When I would come across women when I was younger and I didn't know any better where something was screwed up or screwy, I think, oh, I'm going to save her. I'm going to fix her. I'm going to help her become better. And you don't realize that when you have a family that's got a drug or an alcohol problem or some kind of mental problem or there's something screwy going on, it's like the whole family covers for them. And when you encounter somebody in your dating life that's not really healthy or they're a little wounded, if you will, you think, oh, I'll fix them. It's very helpful to read up on that. No matter who you are, codependency, go check it out and understand what it is. And then you can look back and self-diagnose in your own family history. Do I have – did I grow up in a family where people were making excuses for others? Because if that happens, it helps you be self-aware of that. So when you come across somebody that says something like, hey, I don't see myself as being worthy of dating you. If you come from a healthy family and you hear something like that, you think they're basically saying, hey, I'm not good enough for you. That's not attractive. But again, that's why you date. It's like test driving a car. But instead of just test driving it for one day, think about the test drive is really lasting for about 90 days because it's not until 90 days of driving that car around that you really get to see what the car is going to be like day in and day out. To me, he is worthy. He's kind and gentle and hardworking and when I'm with him, I feel alive. Notice how she just kind of glosses over the fact that he doesn't feel unworthy. I think he's awesome. I'll love him and I'll fix him. Pay attention to that. Because that may reveal other problems that this guy may have that make him unsuitable to be somebody to be in a long-term relationship with. Don't just gloss over that and go, oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. I'll fix them. When I mention that I don't feel my feelings are reciprocated, he tells me that he's used to women loving him and walking away or cheating Remember how he was in the beginning. This is where as a woman reading my book and understanding it, you can see that this guy really isn't that great. He's got issues to work on. He's dated – he's made bad relationship choices in the past. He's dated women that cheat on him and more than likely he hasn't been – maybe he hears, oh, I cheated on my last boyfriend or I cheated on my marriage because I was unhappy. And the guy thinks, oh, OK. Well, she was unhappy. That's why she cheated. But she won't cheat on me because I'm such a great guy and I care so much. So if you if you understood the book backwards and forwards, you would see that this guy's really not a great candidate to date. He's been hurt. He tends to date women that walk all over him, and guys that try to get serious as soon as you start dating and talking about a relationship, they don't know any better. That's a major red flag, and the average woman will run like hell from a guy that behaves that way, a guy that overpursues. Or a guy starts talking about a relationship in the first or second date. 
And then him not telling me how he feels did not indicate that he doesn't feel the same way. His actions have allowed me to know that he has strong feelings of love but for whatever reason is unable to open up for me. What does that tell me? He's not healthy. He's a little fucked up. Reading my book would be helpful to him but he might not be open to it. You could say, hey, I got this really great book. It really helped me understand myself and you should check it out too. It's got really awesome reviews on Amazon and iTunes. But if he goes, nah, I'm not interested in that, then you can lead a horse to water but you can't make it drink. Again, I feel this could be due to how our relationship began or his insecurities from the past holding him back. Again, now you're you're in the – because you care about this guy. You're thinking I'm going to fix him. If he's not open to it, you really should move on. When I mention this, he tells me if only we had met years ago. Or if only you had told me you wanted to take things slow. What's really going on is he's a little fucked up. That's what's really going on. I did not as I felt he was coming on too strong. So he came on as needy, desperate. He over-pursued in the beginning which turned you off. But when he said, well, I'll date and sleep with other women then, he went, oh, I really like him. I'm at an impasse. I love him and desperately want to be with this man but I also want him to be happy with me and to not feel pressure to do anything his heart isn't ready for. Well, I wouldn't pressure him, but I also, if I were you, I would keep your options open and date other guys and let them know. You're not ready for a relationship, so I'm going to date around. It sounds like you got some stuff to work on before you're ready to have a relationship. I'm, a, I'm really looking for a guy that's kind of got his shit together a little more than you. I know that may hurt his feelings, but hey, got to be honest. And talking around in circles is not going to help this guy. I do not know where to go from here. Should I let it go and allow him to find what is, what is in it, what his heart wants, or should I continue to be whatever it is that he feels we are and hope for the best? Personally, you're the one reading my book. You're the one on my website. You're open to learning and growing and understanding this topic better. He sounds like he's got a ways to go. And again, it's not your job to fix him. You can't fall in love with somebody's potential. He's not really great boyfriend material from what you've shared here and that's the reality of it. Doesn't mean you can't continue to hang out, have fun and hook up and keep your options open. And to clarify, we discuss our future together as far as business partners and life partners without hesitation and our chemistry is amazing in and out of the bedroom. I'd really love to hear your take on this issue and cannot wait for my book to get delivered so I can gain some relationship knowledge and pass it along to him. Well, good. If he's open to reading the book, great. Maybe there's a chance. But if he's closed-minded to it and he's not going to get any better, then I would cut him loose if I were you. Because it's just – unless somebody's open to it, you really can't help them. So if you'd like to get my help personally, go to my website. Click the Products tab at the top of your screen on any page of my website and choose whichever coaching option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.